0: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com.
1: Hi, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amy Robbins, and I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. And if you've been here since the beginning or close to the beginning... Thank you so much for listening. I'm coming up on my 41st episode. This is my 41st episode, and coming up on 40,000 downloads. And I'm so, so grateful for everybody who's tuned in to listen, who's spread the word, who's passed it along to friends who they thought would find this helpful. This podcast has really just grown from word of mouth. So I just wanted to take a moment and thank each and every one of you who shared the podcast, who passed it along, and I would love for you to continue to do so. Also, this podcast is fully put on by me and solely me. So if you want to head over to Patreon, if you like the podcast, it's actually kind of hard for me to even ask for something like this. But Patreon is a website that helps people in the create in creative endeavors support what they're doing. So you can become a patron of the show. You can donate any amount. You can give $5, $10, $1, doesn't matter, but every little bit helps me to help produce this show. And I would greatly appreciate anything you could do. That's just my little public service announcement for today. Also, this is the second episode of a four-part episode on signs. So if you missed last week, just Thursday, this past Thursday, tune in and you will hear Bill Phillips, who is a medium and just wrote a book called Signs from the Other Side. And we're delving into the concept of signs. Today, I'm going to share my own experience with signs. And then I'm also have two more interviews coming up, one with a woman who lost her son, and how he continues to show his presence through signs. And another interview with Joe Higgins, who's a medium who also specializes in signs. And we're looking at sort of the science behind the signs and how signs, how, how spirit makes its signs available and contemplates how they're going to get through to us here on earth, especially when so many of us have such a hard time paying attention. So I'm trying to do a little bit more of this stories, these stories woven in with particular topics to kind of tie everything together. And some of these stories will be new to you today, some of my experience with signs. Some of them you you've never heard before. Some of them I've shared on the podcast already. Some of them will be Shared in the next couple episodes, but I just wanted to give you an overview for me about how I see signs and have experienced signs in my life. So many of you probably heard my first podcast. If you didn't, head on back, listen to that so you know the story of how I got here and why I'm doing this. But after my aunt had passed away, one of the things that she absolutely loved was walking on a beach. She loved the beach. And one of the things that started happening as my family and I would take beach vacations every summer, we'd go to Michigan, which is near where I am in Chicago, and we'd walk on the beach. And suddenly, over the course of time, shortly after her death, actually not shortly after her death, shortly after I started becoming aware that there was even a possibility that when you die from a physical body, you don't really die, that butterflies, monarch butterflies, started appearing in our path, and they would follow us. And it started happening pretty consistently every time we would go to the beach. And my mom is an avid golfer. This was her sister. And she started noticing it, too, where a butterfly would land on her clubs as she was playing and kind of follow her around to the different holes that she was on. And this this I mean something just as recently as a couple weeks ago, I was meeting with someone doing some networking for my podcast. And I'm I'm always asking my loved ones, I call them my peeps, my loved ones, guides, angels, just because I still feel weird calling him calling them that, uh, for I'm always asking them to show me that I'm on the right path and that I'm headed in the right direction. And I sat down with a woman And it was a beautiful day, which we haven't had a lot of here in Chicago this spring, sadly. And we sat down and out of the sky dropped, not landed on our table. It dropped out of the sky as if it had been like thrown down. And of course, we both kind of (gasps) went and we had just sat down. She didn't know my story. She actually knew nothing about me. And she certainly wouldn't know that that was a sign for me. And she said, wow. Wow. That's a sign. And I just kind of chuckled to myself and laughed. And as she said that, the butterfly, thank God, kind of flittered off because I was very nervous that it also died when it fell from the sky. So these are just, a, this is just one example of my aunt showing me, I believe, that she's still with me. And I remember when my aunt first passed away and I had had my first visit from her. And I had spoken to my professor, who I really am continue to be grateful for, that she set me down this path. I remember her saying to me, make sure you talk to your loved ones. Thank them for sharing, for trying to connect with you. It's, it takes a lot of energy for them to try to connect with you. And she... It was right before my cousin's wedding. And I said to her, Aunt Linda, you've got to show us that you're there. Because then when she came to me in the visit, she said, I'm going to be at the wedding. And I, everybody was asking me at that point, well, how do you know she's going to be there? And I, do you feel her? And when I got to the wedding, people were asking, is she here? Do you see her? Do you feel her? And my mom got in the car to pick my sister up from the airport or my brother up from the airport at this time. And she got in the car and she turned on the radio and the song that was playing was Sweet Caroline. And my aunt was a huge Neil Diamond fan. So to me, that was just another way of her saying, yep. I'm here for you, I see you, and I am here for this joyous joyous occasion, even though I'm not here in the way that you want me to be there, which is obviously in a physical body. You know, earlier I had said that I always ask my, my peeps to tell me and make sure that I'm on the right track. And sometimes I I ask specifically for a sign and I don't know if the sign comes from my loved ones or comes from spirit guides, but I do ask for it. And we were contemplating a move and a new purchase. And I asked my, my guides, I just said, you know, show me that this is the right move. Show me that I'm supposed to do this. And again, not more than five minutes after this happened, I pulled into a parking lot and a car pulled in right behind me and parked, parked, you know, um, across the parking lot from me. And the license plate said Soul. And I'm going to post these license plates to correspond with this episode on Instagram so you can see them because I try to take pictures of them when I can. Although sometimes I have a car full of kids and don't want to get in an accident because then, well. I'll still be here, but not in the way that I want to be here. Um, and so, you know, it's it's these kinds of experiences. If you just start opening yourself up, you start asking for help, asking for guidance. You can't. It might not come exactly as you want it in the exact way you want it, but you're starting to tune into your own intuition, into your own your own guides, your own loved ones that are helping from the other side, and ultimately, that's. Part of what I believe I'm here to teach is to teach you all how to tune into that. So, a couple other examples of this that were just kind of fun is shortly after my papa died, I was driving carpool and pulled out my alley and turned down to down the street, and the car right in front of me, license plate was Robbins. And when I have these moments, they do simply just take my breath away, and I find myself kind of exasperated at. The just at the the synchronicity of it all. It just seems unreal and impossible to understand. And I did try to capture this one, but I was driving carpool and thought if I turned the opposite direction of where my kids knew I was normally going, they might start to question it. And at this point, I hadn't really talked to them about this side of me and they were young. And so I didn't want to say anything and i'm sure many of you have have heard my episode about money falling from the sky it's my my ninth episode but if you haven't heard that yet head over to that tune in because that also talks about how my father-in-law drops coins for me and that's also a very very common <clears throat>
0: Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com. The
1: way that our loved ones communicate with us is through coins. And in my episode coming up with, with Bill Phillips, who's a medium, who's a specialist, I guess you would call him a specialist, on signs, we talk about the different way that spirit can communicate and come through. And this is also something I share in my podcast with him is my grandfather was a pediatrician. I've also talked about that in past podcasts. And when he passed away, He was not a believer; was a huge skeptic. The day that we, uh, the day of his funeral, I was driving to my sister's house and turned down a street, and the license plate on the car parked on the street said "Kids Doc." I also do have a picture of that because I will stop and take pictures of parked cars. I will not try to track down moving cars unless someone else is driving, and then I'll say to them, "Can you get a picture of that license plate?" Um, another recent episode, you know, I've had a couple more recently is I was driving home from a really difficult day. And and I think it's important for people to hear that because spirituality, I think people sometimes confuse spirituality with pure happiness. And for me, spirituality doesn't make you not human. Like me connecting to being able to connect and receive signs doesn't make the pain of loss less Painful. It makes it gives me an understanding and a grounding in a belief system that does help me to feel that my loved ones are still with me, that loved ones of other people that I care deeply about are still with them. But it doesn't take away the grief and the sadness of not having someone here in a physical body to do the everyday mundane things with. And I I was really struggling with this and feeling really sad and pulled off the highway. I was kind of driving aimlessly just in my thoughts and pulled off the highway at a spot that I normally would never get off at and looked up and the license plate in front of me said, Angel, see you. And at that moment, I, I obviously chuckled to myself, but it was just a reminder. I mean, think about the probability, realistically, of that license plate at that time for me showing up right there. And I I have do have someone coming on who's an expert in kind of explaining this stuff, and I interviewed him today. And even with the explanation, there's some of it that is still so mind blowing and mind boggling to me even though i've been living with this going on for years every time it happens i really gasp and can't believe it and often too i'll post i'll post the angel see you on my instagram and there's also one my four loved ones who i feel like are my strongest cheerleaders on the other side are my aunt, my father-in-law, my papa and my grandma. And I have other loved ones that I've lost. I just don't feel their presence as much. That doesn't mean they're not there, but they're not typically the ones that I I've felt a connection to. And maybe they're trying to get through or maybe they're working with other family members who could use them because they know I have support. So driving home again one day from work, just a normal day, and the license plate in front of me says, we love you for the number four. Again, could it be coincidence? Sure. Do I find it comforting? Absolutely. Am I using it to rationalize, not being sad that my loved ones aren't here? Not at all. I find it to be very comforting and supportive to know that I always have, that there are people supporting me. And I think too, that even if you've had people in your life, and maybe they haven't been supportive in your life. That doesn't mean that in their death, when they cross over and they experience their life review, that they can't become someone who is supportive for you. So I think that's just important to remember because you might be blocking signs from people who you think, oh, they would never give me a sign. We had a terrible relationship here or we fought all the time. That doesn't mean that they weren't a soul connection for you to learn from and to grow from and that they wouldn't try to continue guiding you maybe from a kinder place once they're on the other side. And then this last one I want to share which is really deeply deeply personal to me because it just happened. I ha- I just experienced the death of a friend, a young friend, and at the funeral one of the things that came up was his distaste for mayo, mayonnaise, that is. And I really, you know, I think any time someone passes, I want to say before their time. Some would say, you know, when it's our time, it's our time, and we've we've scripted this. And I I can appreciate that, and I honestly believe that. And I know when you're grieving and you've lost someone in a time that seems out of order, a child, a spouse, where it's just doesn't seem like the natural order of things. It, it feels unfair and it almost feels dismissive to say, well, that was supposed to happen or that was in due time because it doesn't feel that way. And, and I really have been struggling with this recently again, even knowing everything I know, feeling like sometimes life just seems unfair and it just seems wrong. And so this friend of mine that recently passed at his funeral kept talking about Mayo and multiple people who spoke at the funeral referenced his dislike for Mayo. And over the course of the couple days after it really, it was just the day after the funeral. That day, I had, and even before when he had passed, but there hadn't been the funeral yet, I had been asking him, "Come on, you gotta pull fo- through for me. You gotta show me something. Gotta give me a sign. Let me know that you've you've crossed over, that you're on the other side." And after the funeral, I said to him, "You know, initials on a license plate would be good, but." Something having to do with mayonnaise would be even—I mean, that would be undeniable. Like license plate initials, eh, maybe you know, you could kind of dismiss that. And and I do talk to myself out loud sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes I talk to myself in my head—or not myself, but my guides. And I was out late that night. I had gone to see a woman speak about a book that she had just written and i was on my way home i had dropped off a friend and i was driving and i was thinking about my friend that had just passed away and just kept saying come on you got to pull through for me and i turned the corner and in front of an old uh, of my old apartment building that i used to live in in chicago which has the address 444 which I thought was interesting, and I didn't even realize it at the moment until I was retyping the story to my mom and my sister who were also at the funeral. And I thought, oh my God, this is even a whole nother level that that's where it was, was a car parked with the license plate that said Mayo. I'll give you all a moment to catch your breath because that's how I felt. And I kind of yelled out some profanities, oh my God, fucking God because I could not believe, and and still, even though this happens to me, I don't know, on a somewhat regular basis, every time it happens, I'm floored by it. And I'm shocked by how profound it is to have that, I mean, it, it's obviously a sign, it's a connection, but that knowing, it just feels so real in that moment. And I, you know, this picture will be up on Instagram, but I also want to encourage people, you all who are listening, that when you do have these moments to just sit in the moment and hold it and recognize how profound it feels. That doesn't mean it's going to last forever, that moment, because it's fleeting. But when you experience it, it feels like you just can't explain it any other way. And so I would love to hear stories of your signs. If you want to send them to me on Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins or email them to me, I will figure out a way to share them. Also, please tune in to the next few weeks of episodes on signs and learn more about what happens, why they happen, and how our loved ones are always communicating with us in this way. Again, thank you guys. I really am so, so grateful for the response that this podcast has gotten, for you spreading the word, for you sharing the love, for you reaching out to me and contacting me. And I look forward to sharing more. I have a lot of exciting content coming up this summer, and I'm looking forward to sharing it all with you. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Curious about what comes next and what it all means? You can subscribe on iTunes. Just go to podcasts and find life, death, and the space between and hit subscribe. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Amy Robbins. Ask me any questions you might have. Let me know what else you'd love to hear about or just share your story. I can't wait to hear from you.